0: I think the older I get, the more I'm craving real relationships in relationships where they actually mean something. More than just like when you meet someone for a couple weeks and then you leave and you never see each other again, I want something more than that or even less when you are in a foreign city and you're just visiting, and you're leaving that city, you're leaving the hostel where, or hotel you've been staying in, and no one really cares that you're leaving. It's In a way, it feels empty. I'm thinking a solution to that would be to travel a bit slower, as in you move around a bit less. I think you have a base of operations where you have a semi-home in one place and use that as a launch pad to explore different areas, different neighboring areas. That was what I did when I was in Thailand. I lived there for a year. And during that time, I felt more fulfilled than my time here in Latin America. Right, this is the Rio Negro, part of the Amazon River. But there's a very common saying in the business world that goes, first impressions, they count. Which is very true, first impressions, they do count. First impressions, they matter quite a bit. The most common way in which it's used is when talking about when people are trying to interview for a job, and want to make a solid first impression with the prospective employer so that hopefully they get what they want, that is the job. This goes for any business meeting, trying to network and meet a bunch of new people that perhaps you can help each other out have a business deal later on. And beyond just the career and business world, into our personal lives as well. When you're, say, you're trying to meet a potential partner or meet a new friend, you want to make a solid first impression. And the reason being is that we people, we the path of least resistance call it. That is, we like to be lazy about the way we think. We like to group, we like to make sense of the world around us. You This is where all the hard sciences come from and some of the soft sciences as well, such as physics trying to understand the way the world works or sociology of soft science where understanding how people interact with one another we're trying to understand everything and group and categorize everything into neat little packages so that it is easier for us to comprehend. Of course, with all these neat and tidy packages comes with a lot of generalizations, as it says on brain power, which generalizing and categorizing people into neat little groups is where stereotyping and generalization comes from. So Bit of a you can argue it's a double-edged sword. This human tendency to make sense of the world leads to us creating everything we have around us today is through all of our understanding of how the world works. Also, it leads to sometimes mistreatment of one another because of these categorizations that are sometimes unjust. So going back to this subject, we like to make sense of the world around us and we also like to, there's also a common saying that goes, do unto others as you would unto you. So naturally everyone we want to be treated, well most of us, we want to be treated well. We want to be treated well by the people around us. So using the saying of "do to others as you want to you," we treat other people kindly, so that it's expected that the other person will treat us kindly back as well. This is the concept of reciprocation, as in we do something for someone else, and it is expected that they do the same back to us. This is goes back to human behavior, behavioral science, where. Good examples would be gift exchange, such as in the West, there is Christmas, where you exchange presents. Or in the East, one common one is Lunar New Year, where families exchange the envelopes, which is money, to one another. That is two examples of reciprocation that so it expands beyond just one culture. You can see it in two vastly different cultures, just as an example. So we want to make a solid first impression on the other people that we meet. So we treat them kindly, expecting that they reciprocate and give us kindly back. Of course, the world isn't perfect, and that isn't always the case. People, when we treat them kindly, they don't always treat us kindly back, as most everyone can attest to. Reason being is that this reciprocation, it is. Not always seen as a reciprocation by many people. Some people they perceive this kindness as a subservience. As in this person, say person X is being kind to the other person because this person X needs person Y. So they're being kind so that hopefully this other person will help person X, because person X needs help. That's why they're being so kind. That's the way some people think, which is, it prevents this aspect of our world from being perfect. Is that we can't just be kind to other people and expect them to be kind back to us. Another way to put it, oftentimes, if you are kind to other people, They see it as a type of weakness, as in you are too weak to take a stand and be firm with other people. That's why you're being so accommodating to the other people you meet, because you want to get in good with them so that they can help you out. They see you in a position of weakness of your kind, and they are in a position of strength, and they will push push boundaries. And that is a key aspect of human behavior, another key aspect of human behavior. Is that we like to push boundaries on one another. We are always consciously or unconsciously we're measuring each other up, seeing if we can better our position, even if it is to the detriment to the other person. It's very common for people to look at the other person, try to find an angle in which they can get at the other person. And take advantage of that. Today I did a video about cutting angles, but back to this topic. We push boundaries, and a natural solution, a natural response to this is to, well, you set your boundaries a bit further out. As in, if other people are pushing up against you, well, you need to set those boundaries a bit further than you would be willing, or rather you would want to have, set them out more than you want to, expecting that eventually you can roll them back a little bit. So once a first, going back to first impressions, once a first impression is set, it is very difficult to reverse that first impression. and it's something that is needless, that you can prevent by being firmer than you would like at the outset. So, taking away that analogy, another way to say that is, you start out a bit sterner, a bit more assertive than you would like, and gradually you roll it back a little bit, and so that you can be kind as well. Of course, you adjust it to how the other person acts. As each person is different, some people will push more than others. You adjust how much you roll back based on that.